Now the last example we did was for f of x equals 2 to the x and looking at the inverse log base 2 of x. Now you can imagine if we have a problem with a different base, we're going to need a different function, a different inverse function too. So let's look at f of x equals y equals 10 to the x. It's kind of the next easiest one to think about when we're investigating logarithms. Suppose, for example, you wanted to solve f of x equals 1 over 1,000. Then that would mean that 10 to some power, 10 to the x power, would equal 1 over 1,000. Now, knowing what you know about exponents, you might be able to um, write from here know what the answer is to that problem. But if we needed to know what is the solution to f of x equals 147, then I can get an estimate, knowing what I know about logs, that it should be somewhere between 2 and 3 and closer to 2. But uh, that's about all I can say. To explain what I'm talking about, maybe I should make a table, make the inverses, look at the graphs and look at something called the logarithm base 10 of x. So let's make a table. And you can race me on this, because we're just making a table for 10 to the x. And I'm going to start with x equals negative 3 and go up to x equals, well, we'll go to 4 and then we're going to skip to 6. So negative 3, negative 2, negative 1, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, skip down to 6, fill in the outputs for these inputs, and I'm not going to make them all red this time, I'll just make the x red, 10 to the negative 3, and so on. So fill these in, and uh, come back and see if yours match mine. Okay, so I have 10 to the negative 3, which is 1 over 10 cubed, which is 1 over 1,000. So we already actually know the solution to the first equation. To solve f of x equals 1 over 1,000, x is the exponent that gave us 1 over 1,000. 10 to the negative 3 gives 1 over 10 cubed. So the solution to the first equation is actually x is negative 3, working backwards. We'll look at it with the table the other way, too. 10 to the negative 2, 1 over 10 squared which is 1 over 100. 10 to the negative 1, 1 over 10 to the first, or 1 tenth. 10 to the 0 is 1 again. 10 to the 1 is 10. 10 squared is 100. 10 cubed is 1,000. 10 to the fourth is 1, 2, 3, 4. And 10 to the sixth is a million. So now we've got all sorts of powers of 10, because this is the function, the xth power of 10. And I used inputs on on 10 that are easy to do in our heads. I didn't try to put in x equals 3.2, because I don't want to have to try to figure out 10 to the 3.2. So these are the outputs I have for 10 to the x. If I'm looking at the inverse of 10 to the x, I interchange x and y on my table. And when I interchange x and y, now I have f inverse of x. And we define that to be 
the logarithm base 10 this time of whatever my input is into the inverse. And remember, the x, the first x originally went into f and out came f of x. f of x is my new input into f inverse and out comes x back again. So my input into f inverse following the table is one tenth, one one thousandth. And the log base 10 of one one thousandth says, what exponent did you raise 10 to to get 10 to the negative 3 power? What I did here was I took 1 over 1,000 and I rewrote it as 10 to the negative 3. The 1 over gives me the negative exponent, and the 1,000, the three zeros, gives me the third power on 10. So I have, what exponent did you raise 10 to to get 10 to the negative 3? Well, the answer actually is right there. The exponent that you raise 10 to to get 10 to the negative 3 is just negative 3 itself. It's kind of like the old joke, people will ask you, you know, who's the president of Chile and who, who uh, discovered the United States and who wrote the Magna Carta and all those kinds of historical questions. And then they'll say, who's buried in Grant's tomb? And you'll say, oh, wait, don't tell me. I know we learned this. Didn't we learn this in, like, fourth grade? Who's buried in Grant's tomb? And then people will start laughing, and you realize that who's buried in Grant's tomb is, of course, Grant himself, um, also in New York, by the way, on the Upper West Side. So who's buried in Grant's tomb? What exponent did you raise 10 to to get neg- 10 to the negative 3? The answer is negative 3 itself. So it's, it's kind of when you write it this way, the answer comes right out of the exponent. So I'll do that for another example. 1 over 100. The log base 10 of 1 over 100 is the exponent that you raise 10 to in order to get 1 over 100 is another way of saying 10 to the negative 2. So the exponent on 10 that gave you 1 over 100 had to be negative 2. Negative 2 is in the exponent here. A log is an exponent, so the answer is negative 2. Now what I'm doing is I'm rewriting it so that the base is showing up clearly and the exponent is showing up clearly. I'll do another one. 1 over 10. What exponent did you raise 10 to to get 1 over 10? Negative 1, right? Because 1 over 10 is another name for 10 to the negative 1 power. So the exponent you raise 10 to is negative 1. Or, if you want to do it the less interesting way, you can go to the original table and just switch the x's and y's, right? And it matches up. 0. Is that right? Can we take the log of 0? I tricked you. Can we take the log of 0? That says that if, don't write this, but if we have the log base 10 of 0, we're saying that there's an exponent that we raise 10 to in order to get 0. Is there any exponent that you can raise 10 to and get 0? Not in the real world that we know of, right? There is no exponent you raise 10 to and get 0. So instead of 0 as an input into log, zero, log of 0 is undefined. 
So instead, if I look carefully at my table, I pick the y value right here. The output of the function is the input of the inverse function. So I have to put 1 here. And then we're going to get 0 as a result because what exponent did you raise 10 to in order to get 1 as a result? It had to be 0 because I can even write this one like that. Log base 10 of 10 to the 0. Another name for 1 is 10 to the 0. So I write here, I have the same base as the logarithm's base. So then I can just read the answer off the exponent. The answer is 0. You raise 10 to the 0 to get 1. What exponent did you raise 10 to and get 10 back again? Whenever the base matches what you're taking the log of, the answer is 1 because you raise 10 to the 1 in order to get 10 back again. So log of 10, log base 10 of 10 is 1. What's the exponent that you raise 10 to to get 100? 2, right? This one I'm going to write differently. I'm just going to say because 10 squared is 100. If I use the double, like it equals with an arrow, that means implies. Log base 10 of 100 equals 2 implies 10 squared is 100. And vice versa, right? 10 squared equals 100 implies log base 10 of 100 is 2. So these are equivalent statements, and we're going to be using this more in the future. Writing a logarithm exponentially, this is the exponential form of an expression, and this is the logarithmic form of actually an equation, not more than just an expression. The logarithmic form of an equation and the exponential form of an equation, and they're both equivalent, and we use both of them depending on what we're trying to find. That'll come up soon. 1,000, log base 10 of 1,000 is, if we just use the table backwards, the answer is 3, right? Because the base to the third power equals 1,000. 10 to the third power equals 1,000. Now, when I was in school, I didn't really actually understand logarithms at first. I somehow missed the idea of the inverse and the going backwards and everything. But I did latch on to this pattern here. When I saw it in logarithmic form and I needed to go to exponential form, I noticed that the base comes under the equal sign and the 3 is lifted up as an exponent. Then you still have the equals and the number on the other side. So that was my way of, of learning it without really understanding, which is not what, what I recommend, which is why sometimes I get long-winded in my explanations, because I'm trying to avoid that. I don't really care about you memorizing a bunch of, of techniques if you don't understand why we need them, because one, that's painful for you as a student to have to do, and two, it's not as useful for you in your future, and it's harder to remember that way, too. But this pattern, sometimes if you get stuck thinking backwards, can help keep things straight. One million, what's the log base 10 of a million? Have you noticed there's an even easier way than writing exponentially? Because our our number system is base 10, 
and we're doing log base 10, it's actually very easy to figure out the log base 10 of 1 with a bunch of zeros. Log base 10 of 1,000 was 3. Log base 10 of 100 was 2. Log base 10 of 10 was 1. Log base 10 of 1 was 0 because when you take the log base 10 of 1,000, there are three zeros in 1,000, and there are two zeros in 100, and there's one zero in 10, and there are no zeros in 1. So it works. Now, the negative part, you have to think reciprocal, and then count the zeros. <laughs> the 1 over means negative exponent, and then start counting zeros again. So how many zeros in a million? Six, right? So the answer to log base 10 of a million is six because you raised 10 to the 6th power and got 1 with 6 zeros. And that's equivalent to what I just said. 10 to the 6th power is 1 with 6 zeros. So if you think I'm going around in circles, you're right. And I apologize for taking a long time to say the same thing. But somehow down the road, we're going to be working on things that are more complicated, and we're going to be looking at properties, and it's going to be really easy to forget that what we're doing is finding exponents backwards. So keep this picture in your mind of this table. And remember that 10 to the x goes up very steeply like this and goes through the point 0, 1. And it's inverse. Log base 10 of x goes up very slowly in opposite fashion and passes through the point 1, 0. And we have, instead of a horizontal asymptote on the left, we have a vertical asymptote on the left of log. And then instead of really fast growth, as x gets bigger for the 10 to the x, we have really slow growth as x gets bigger for log base 10 of x. If you remember these two general parts, that's a big part of understanding the graph of logarithms and understanding the function itself. We'll get a little more sophisticated in drawing the rest of it, by using the fact that log of 1 is 0, the next input we have to have in order to just have an output of 1 on the y would be would be found one of many ways. One way is to, to look at the graph of 10 to the x. When x is 1, what's y? When x is 1, y is 10 to the 1, or 10, right? So the reciprocal of that, well, not really reciprocal, sorry. Inverse is a better term. The inverse of the point 1, 10 is the point 10, 1. So very slow growth for a base of 10. And these are our two graphs, y equals 10 to the x and y equals log base 10 of x.